Welcome to the Hey Babe podcast. I'm Mary. And I'm Caitlin. And we're here just chatting about all the things near and dear to our hearts. So grab your favorite beverage because we're going to go deep and have some fun. (laughs) Oh my gosh, join us. Hey babe, so this is fun. I'm coming to you from Hawaii on my 40th birthday and I'm going rogue and invited Chad to be my co-host today. He's filling in for Caitlin because Caitlin's back home and admittedly probably already asleep because we're three hours behind. So, Chad. Hello. Hey, babes. <laughs> Welcome. Um, we'll see how reluctant he is. He seemed to be pretty willing to do this with me when I realized literally at the 11th hour that um, – Tomorrow is Podcast Thursday, which is when Caitlin and I always release a new episode. And yeah, I'm I had just had a busy, fun birthday, thanks to Chad, and now we're here. So I obviously want to get into what it was like turning 40 today because this is what Caitlin and I would normally be talking about. Uh, it was super exciting. I mean, I woke up excited and I wasn't even turning 40. So <laughs> I think I think it was pretty cool to uh i mean for uh, i know the time difference you know we've been waking up uh super early i mean super early i mean it's we try to i actually talked about this on last week's podcast chad and i try really hard well i try really hard to keep us on california time while we're in hawaii which sounds maybe batshit crazy but um it tends to work out really well on the way home right for sure but it's a little challenging while we're here. Oh uh, yeah, when you wake up and it's dark for three oh, hours. Oh, dark hundred. <laughs> you know, it always eight o'clock comes around and you feel like you've conquered half the day, um, and the kids are, you know, getting crazy and wanting to eat again. It's it is a little wild. It is kind of funny when the kids are asking for lunch and it's like nine a.m. Super crazy. You know, and you feel like you just fed them. So, you know, hey, that's that's the sacrifice you make for uh, for a little trip to Hawaii. I mean, little. This has been so. We're we still have a whole another week here. We're super lucky. We did a full two-week trip to Hawaii. And that's, you know, COVID, you know, kind of a slap in the face COVID. Like, you took vacation away from us. Like, we're going to get it back uh, uh, at some point in time. So, here we go. But it hasn't been exactly what – I wouldn't say it's sans COVID. I mean, it's – we are having – we have to wear masks when we walk out of our room, which – you know, everybody knows how I respect the mask thing, but I also always say that like, I'd rather just stay home if I'm not to wear a mask everywhere because it kind of depletes my, um, you know, I love to like give people smiles and things. And well, not only that, but it's also, I mean, there, there's something to be said about going to the bar at seven o'clock or four o'clock, whenever you go to the bar <laughs> and, and having two or three drinks and talking to somebody from, another state, another country, and, yeah. and, and you're not able to do that. Instead, you go up to a bar and you wait in line six feet apart and order, and then they usher you to the side only to tell you that your order's up and you pick it up like you're at a drive through So it's yeah. – I mean it, it is slightly different. Um, you know, and, and us being social people, I think it's something that, that we found out that we miss significantly because that's you know, a big part of our lives is, is being social and talking to other people and, and kind of – you know. Uh, uh, feeling what it's like to see for other people in their vacations. Yeah, I know it was funny. Chad just said to me yesterday, or two days ago maybe, I don't know, I'm on island time. I'm so lost on the days. But he said something like, you know, um, yeah, they opened up another bar here, which is nice because they've been slowly opening up more and more. And I'm like, why don't you go down and grab a drink? He's like, because I, I actually want to sit and talk to people. I don't just want to – it's not about standing in line to get a drink. I would love to like, he likes to just kind of shoot shit with people at a, at a bar and it just, that's not the same. No, I, I'm, I'm sure many of you can relate to that. I mean, part of it is catching a break from the, from the, the, the chaos of your life and, and getting lost in somebody else's uh, story, if you will. And, and that's, you know, it's difficult. Like I said, that we got in line the other day and it was like, what would you like? And it's like, oh, I'll have a Slurpee and, uh, <laughs> and then wait over here. And, and that's just like, that's weird, but... Again, it you is, ordered a Slurpee? No, but I mean that you did. <laughs> and Reese did. I ordered a lava flow. That's not a Slurpee. Close enough. Good lord. It's it's tough, but but you know what? It's it does feel like it's coming 
I guess to an end because again, you know, as the, the tiers change here, they're they're opening things up more and and you just feel like things are coming back to normal. I mean, like this is the first time we've I mean, we went to dinner tonight, and this we is went the first, to dinner tonight yeah. for the yeah for the first time. Actually, for the first time as a family of three, because Lukey, our five, baby, I mean, I mean, well, three kids, with three, three kids, kids. Yes, you and I go to dinner all the time together, or can do dinner all the time. But with the three kids, was really honestly, I was intimidated. I'll be, I'll be oh, real. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I remember Luke was born during COVID, May of 2020. So we have not gone to dinner with the three children. And tonight it was like, oh, we get to go to dinner. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, it was just like, can we make it past bread and water? <laughs> there were a couple times when admittedly we were like, well, it's usually me who's like, forget it. Let's just go. This isn't worth it. No, they literally passed bread and butter and you were like, let's, let's just get this to go. And I was like, <laughs> okay, wait a sec. Let's let's give this a chance for a Chad's second. always so much better about trying to redirect the kids where I, I just want to like let it go. Well, move I'm, on. I'm driven by the, the experience. I'm driven by the food. I know you are too, but I'm driven by getting out of the room and, and, and actually having the experience of, of of being out and being social. And, and I know you, you can attest that you enjoy that, but you know, it, it's just like one of those things where it's just like, you know, give them, give them what they need. Give them a, an iPhone or something like that, just for the time being, just so that we can have a little bit of reality. I mean, they don't they don't know what our real what we're yeah. missing, and what we have been missing, you know, for the last year. So it's for us, it's like I don't want to call myself selfish, but it was like, hey, can I get a taste of reality here for a second, or or what's normal, or what was normal before? So yeah, absolutely. That was that was actually really fun, and and they all did great. I mean, it, they they made it to dessert. So <laughs> in the end, I think we all they went. did. Yeah. We yeah we. We conquered dinner as a family of five. We did have to split up at the end because Reese wanted dessert and the boys were starting to fall apart. So Chad took the boys. Reese and I stayed for dessert, which, of course, she didn't actually like. And so then we left. I mean, I think I think one of the funniest things is that, as as again, as a family of five and three kids, when they called to confirm the reservation tonight, they were like, do you have any preference for seating? And I said, yeah, I actually do. And and for those of you guys, that, yeah, I don't know, you probably haven't been here. Most of you haven't been here, if none of you. But <laughs> this particular restaurant has indoor and outdoor seating. And, and the outdoor seating um, is around a koi pond. And I said, just anywhere not near the koi pond. And she was like, okay, well, the koi pond is, is kind of on preference. And I said, no, 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 you don't understand. I don't want to be near. <laughs> I don't want to be near the koi pond. We have a two-year-old, and and there's it's more than likely that he'll end up in the koi pond um, if we sit near there. And it's funny because as we got there, Mary was like, "Well, where are we sitting?" And I said, "Oh, we're sitting in the middle." And she's like, "Oh, okay. Well, that means he's just going to walk over and want to be near the koi pond." And I, and sure enough, we got there, and and he was leaning over, laying near <laughs> everything. But, but yeah, I was like, in. we might as well just sit at the koi pond because then at least we're the closest to the edge which is which is where he's going to hang out the whole time yeah and he's an unbelievable terrible swimmer at this two-year-old <laughs> age so like I mean, well he's become invincible now that he thinks that his um floaties yeah he doesn't realize when his floaties are on or off of him no absolutely, absolutely. so he just assumes he can go in the water because he always bobs in the water with his floaties on which yeah but is for those of you guys that have young kids or have had young kids or you know, that whole squatting, leaning over the edge is, is actually really, really intimidating. And I'm super easygoing when it comes to that. But when you see the the, the weight of the head lean forward and you're like, oh, that's that's trouble where <laughs> that could end up in the water soon. That's that's uh, that's that's terrifying. So, um, you know, nonetheless, but, we all stayed but dry. Every, <laughs> we all stayed dry. No one fell into the koi pond. No. We had we did have a broken glass a beer. We, we, yeah. We did have a broken glass. The panic. But that was that was a Luke. That was a ten month old issue. And really it was just Chad it that was a that was a um lesser of two evils. Chad saw Luke kind of start to push his plate off of the table when he was sitting in his high chair and Chad went to grab the plate so that it didn't break on the ground and in the midst in the midst of that broke his own Oh, for what? sure. No, totally. It was, yeah, I, I didn't even care for that drink. I was like, hey, let's just get another one. Let me try something else here. And it's great when the waiter's like, oh, what happened to your drink? I just poured you that. And it's like, oh, I, I had to get a two, my plate, the two year old's plate away from him. And, no, that uh, was a 10 month old. 10 month old, 10 month old. <laughs> let's yes. not get these I had to get 10 month old's plate. He was like, oh, can I get you something else? It's like, no, dude, maybe you can compliment me that drink right now because we brought three kids to your restaurant. <laughs> I'm not sure that it's like what they want. 
No. I mean, come on. Did you see the droppings underneath Luke's high chair tonight? I would have been annoyed. I was never a server, and I and I um, but only because I never worked in fine dining. I worked more like I worked at like a bagel shop and a. But I can't even imagine what like cleaning up after kids at a table must be like. Oh come on, they can get over that. I mean, when you spend thirty eight dollars on chicken strips and fries and a bowl of uh, mac and cheese on on two and a half kids. Okay. Like okay. they're making their money's worth when they have to go pick <laughs> up that stuff. I'm not. I'm not implying by any means that that's how it works, but like they overcharge. I'm Were not... you ever a server? No. Uh, no, I never. I never did. I never did a restaurant. I think I cooked tri. I cooked tri tip when I was like 17 or 18. That Where? was in the whole. That was a. Um, it was a grocery store, and that was mm-hmm. when the whole. This was in probably. Oh, circa 98, 99. I would say, and the tri-tip, where you cook the tri-tip, you bring the home the, the meal home. That was when it was like just starting. It was like a, it was a phenomenon. I don't even know what this is. Yeah, so so grocery stores, they would, okay. uh, you know, it was like you could order a meal. It was like I want two tri-tips, I want baked potatoes, I want this. So we would cook the tri-tips out in the parking lot, and as they would order them, so somebody would order it, or we'd have them kind of ready to go, if you will. And then, then we would throw them in some foil and, and a plate and somebody would order it and we'd serve it and they would leave. It was, it, you know what, here's the thing. It was, this was a family, st- this is a family owned restaurant, not a restaurant, but a family owned grocery store. And this is just like an element that they were trying to kind of kickstart and create some more business. So um, I, 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 it's funny you say that because had you not said that, I would have not recalled that, but I never, <laughs> but I remember. But did you have to pick up no, under a table no, with high chairs and the whole, like, I saw, like, Luke dropped a bunch of mac and cheese tonight and. I've had to clean up much worse. No, I Pri- know. I pre-kids. know, but. No, but I mean, it, so what? Mac and cheese, big deal. Like, I, again, <laughs> I'm not trying to sound rude here, but, but honestly, um. You know, they got their money's worth. I mean, we, okay. you and I did some damage. Yeah, we, yeah. We no, yeah, food. for sure. So, in the No, end, I don't, I don't, it's not that I feel like they weren't well compensated. It's more just like, I imagine there was an eye roll for the mac and cheese that was dropped on the ground. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. They're looking at that like, and going, oh, wow, God. Another, another family bringing kids in that's just dropping food. But what's crazy is that you look and see Lucas 10 months. And you see what, if you were able to see what he consumed versus what he dropped is actually rather impressive. Oh my God. It's so gross. This child consumes more than I think a grown man. He consumes more <laughs> than the five-year-old and two-year-old can on a meal. And it's constant. It's just, it's just ongoing. He's a bottomless pit. Like yeah. he was our, he was definitely the kid that ate um, the most freely. And I only mean that in like the way of a uh, variety of foods, right? Like Reese was pretty strict on like what she wanted to eat what you know um i don't know she she wasn't very open to a lot of foods no no warren is also he is more he's gotten open pickier. yeah he's, he's gotten actually pickier. gotten pickier he yeah. used to like just open his mouth you know like i'll take a bite of anything yeah and now he's gotten pickier and luke is like i don't care where it comes from uh, literally i mean off the floor in a bowl he does not care if no, he can he, grab it, he's sticking that thing in his mouth. Exactly. There's there's a there's a massive effort to try everything, and it's really <laughs> it's really impressive that that he wants to do that at this age. And, and what's funny is that you know we've been pretty pretty mild um, in terms of what we fed him up until Hawaii, and then all of a sudden we get here and we pack him all this food and we buy all this stuff, and it's like all of a sudden we're trying more foods. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets mac and cheese. We tried French fries tonight, and He's had pretzels and goldfish, and I mean, how, like all is the, this just not the most riveting conversation? Like, what I, all the favorite what food, our ten month old is eating? All the favorite foods that we like after a couple of drinks. I mean, like, <laughs> okay, wait, will you please tell everybody what you did for my fortieth birthday? Yeah, for sure. Um, okay, so none of you guys know me. None of you guys know who I am and what I what they I'm. They hear all about. about you on no, here. No, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. But but I'm not. You know, I'm one of those guys where maybe other husbands are like this. I don't know. Maybe they can attest to this, but um, I'm one of those guys where, you know, it's like, what what can you buy? What can you do to make your your wife happy? Or what can you do to 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 really please them? And it's like, okay, can I, you know, buy them, you know, a, a piece of jewelry, or maybe I can buy them a massage or something like that. And it was like, 
you know, we've worked really, really hard to accomplish where we are um, in terms of being in a financial situation to to travel and and I, I don't think we're done yet, but like it's been it's been tough and and but we've gotten here and and, and now we're enjoying some of the fruits of our labor, if you will, the, the as they say. Um, and I was like, I don't really think there's anything I want to buy or that you really would want me to buy. And uh, I thought this is literally was about two weeks ago, and I was like. No, this was longer. Well, no, it's longer than that. I remember saying like, hey, what do you want for your 40th? And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. you know, do you want to do a party? Do you want to do like taco trucks? Do you want to do – and you're like, I want none of that. And I was like, okay, well, that <laughs> blows that idea out of the water. And then I, I remember coming to you with another plan. You're like, no, I don't like that. And I was like, okay, well, now what do I do? And I remember just going super quiet and just thinking like, what am I going to do? And then I was remembering like – what would it be like if everybody was able to come to you and wish you happy 40th, you know, being that we're in Hawaii and nobody's going to be here. And I did some research and I contacted your sister and I said, I want to do this. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to accomplish this. Uh, but here's, here's the plan. And she was like, okay, let me see what I can do. So she found out kind of like some options. And my plan was that I wanted to create videos where people could openly and as as their personality reflects, wish you happy birthday. And she was like, "Here's this, here's this app, and, and what's it called? Vid Vidhug. Vidhug. V i d h u g dot com. Vidhug. Super awesome. Super easy. Just a little plug to the that. Super amazing. big plug right there. I'm not <laughs> even a plug guy because I don't even know what plugs are, but I'm plugging them. <laughs> so in this particular case, I subscribed to this thing, paid the subscription. And sent out an email to all family and friends and said, here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to accomplish. Help me out. And it was awesome. To, 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 over the last 10 days, I've seen all these people send videos anywhere from two or three seconds to a minute and a half, all um, reflecting on, on you and your 40th birthday. And it was – I got to the point I, – I think I watched one or two videos and there was like, what, 40-plus videos. And I said, I'm not going to watch any more of these. I'm going to watch it with you. Um, so I, for, you know, kind of going off subject here, this video was done and I'm dying to share it with her and it's not her birthday. I, I'm just not one to really. When, like how many days did you have to wait? Like when was it done? Four days, four days. Oh. So, so what are, what are we, Wednesday? So Wednesday. So I think it was done. Everybody got their submissions and it was like Saturday or Sunday. Okay. Everybody got their videos in and I was like, all right, well now we got to finish the, the final. But then once you finish the final, like, okay, now I want to share. Well, that wasn't realistic because your birthday is until today. So I kind of just forgot about it. And I remember waking up, it was like 4.10 Hawaii time. So 7.10 West Coast time. And I'm thinking, all I want to do is just, I had the iPod, iPad queued. I had it streaming, ready to go. And I remember just like, all I want to do is sort of wake up and be like, can I show her this video? So... You woke up and I was like, here it is. And, and so, and wait, before we even go, so um, I've literally, I'm like an early riser anyway. It doesn't necessarily mean that I'm super crazy productive early in the morning, but I wake up early. So I will lay in bed and, you know, uh, respond to emails, text messages, catch up on social media. I'm not, I just don't have enough time as I have as much time as I did before now that the three kids are just like so with me all the time. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and so it, the morning is like my my moment. So here, because we're now three hours behind our regular time, and I keep that in mind all the time, if I wake up at like 3.30 in the morning, I'm like, this is perfect. It's 6.30 in the morning at home. I've already slept in. Like I'm normally up at home at like 5.30 in the morning. So yeah. I'm kind of like patting myself on the back like, oh my gosh, look at this extra hour I just gave myself. It's 3.30 in the morning now and I can go. So so skip ahead to today and um, I've been getting Reese up actually for school in the morning, which means, and I'm sure a lot of you roll your eyes and uh, roll away because it's just what works for our family, but I've been getting Reese up at 5.30 to do her Zoom school because she really enjoys it and if she didn't, I wouldn't do it, but it works for us. Um but this morning we weren't going to do it because she didn't have materials that her teacher um, 
forgot to put in her folder. So her teacher was really sweet and said, or emailed me last night and said, you know, I don't have the, or Reese won't have the materials that she needs for tomorrow's class. So why do you guys just go ahead and sleep in and then we'll do, we'll do the next one, whatever. So I said to Chad last night, I'm like, okay, Reese is sleeping in. I'm going to sleep in, which means if normally I wake up here at 3.30, I'll wait till 4.30. <laughs> um, yeah, but you're, it's just but, different. It's different because, yeah. when, when, I mean, you'll wake up, respond to stuff. You might close your eyes for a second. Yeah, yeah, you totally. Know, get a 20-minute nap in. It's like when my eyes curl up, it's like, let's go. Yeah, no. You know, it's, Chad, it's once like Chad's a, awake, it's over. It's like game time. But so what was really cute, so this morning I, um, I woke up. And then was like, oh, it's early, Mary, no need to get up, so you can go back to sleep. And then Chad woke up a little bit later, and I think you kind of rolled I think you kinda rolled over me and you're like, Are you awake? I did. I said you And were, I was like, awake? No. Well, I, you didn't say it like that. You <laughs> were just more like, like, Hey, I don't want to get up type thing because you kinda not gonna but, awake. But I re but I mean immediately, right, like the flags are up. I'm like, why is he asking if I'm awake? Something's going on. I mean, I realize obviously it's my birthday, but what would be Needing to happen yeah. in the morning. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing at that age. Skip yeah. ahead. I mean, obviously, he was so excited and probably a little anxious. I mean, not in a negative anxious way, but like, like, come on, I want to give this to you and show this to you. Well, let's be honest. Like, I'm not, I'm not a guy that likes to hold secrets in. I'm not a guy yeah, that no, likes you're not. to hold surprises in. I, I mean, I want to share it. So it's like, I'd rather, I mean, yeah, let's just put it this way. I'm not good with that stuff. So... Um, we, he, he waited, he was very kind and waited for a little bit. And then when I woke up, I was actually responding to some very sweet messages from some friends and family. And he walked in and he was like, you're awake. You're awake. Well, that's because Luke woke up. Luke woke up and he was like keeping Luke out in the living room while I slept and the other two kids were sleeping in their room. And so anyway, so he, so he brings my iPad in my big iPad and my, um, and a box of Kleenex a box of Kleenex. And he's like, here's your birthday present. And I just can't wait for you to see this. And I want to watch it with you. Okay. I'm clueless. I don't really understand what's going on. Flashes a screen of just a bunch of still photos of all my, like my nearest and dearest. And honestly, I don't know why he ever once he once he passed me that box of Kleenex it was kind of over for me I just like I saw all of their faces maybe that was all he did maybe he just made a collage of all their faces and I started to cry I'm not that creative I mean <laughs> this is an art class it's seventh grade art class but I mean here, here's a catch like it was it was great again I'm not trying to plug this company but it was really cool because again I sent out an email to the nearest and dearest as you say and in sending that email I said here's what I want you to do be yourselves, say happy birthday, express your gratitude, whatever it is you want to say, not knowing really what everybody was going to say. And again, as one or two videos came in, I, I tested them to see that they were good. And then I never watched another video until the montage was created this morning. So when you watched it for the first time, that was also me watching it for the first time as well. And to see, I mean, I, I'm not even, I don't want to take your thunder here, but. No, I mean, oh my gosh. Yeah. Let's just, I went through a lot of Kleenex. I went through a lot but, of Kleenex. But super, I mean, super happy Kleenex. Oh, I mean, it, was just like, it was just like the most heartfelt, kind, thoughtful. I mean, if there's one message I want to um, relay from this is that if you ever are nervous about sharing the way you feel about somebody, suck it up and say it because it was so meaningful to me. I can't even, I, I honestly, like I'm still having a hard time totally wrapping my head around what I watched today from all these people. You know what? I, I think if anything that we can look back on is it this, it's not ideal that you celebrate a birthday with everybody in a video wishing you happy birthday. Sure. But it allowed, I, I think as you saw, it allowed everybody to, to express how they feel about you in their way, their personality. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of different people saying happy birthday in a lot of different ways. And, you know, I mean, there's people that are artistic. There's people that are creative. There's people that are, yeah. you know, they just want to say happy birthday. But it allowed everybody to express that in their personal way, which is really cool to be able to see. I don't think either of us expected that. I certainly didn't when, when I sent this out. And obviously you didn't know this was coming, so... I mean, I think it was super cool. I think, I mean, how many times have we watched that today? Like 
four or five times. Yeah, I watched it a lot. <laughs> and, and there's certain videos that so the kids sweet. are super excited to watch it, the way that people presented the, you know, the happy birthday wish. So I, I it was it was really unique, a really unique experience to, to be able to do that and to to send that again. Going back for all you dudes out there that probably are not listening to this, and and <laughs> I mean, it's a great idea. I mean, it was really. The effort was more about just getting people to do it and, and getting emails, but the return was so awesome. And, and, well, I, and I think the hard thing, obviously, like this was a big milestone birthday, right? This was my 40th. And so if this had been like last year on my 39th, which was actually the day that the COVID lockdown happened, yeah, we weren't thrown by it. I mean, we were like, oh, bummer. We were going to go out to dinner. Now we can't, but. Oh, well. And, and to laugh about your birthday is that we're still trying to redeem your 39th birthday. That's right. Chad had actually planned like a fun weekend away. Not even a weekend. It was a one or night. Or just a one, one night, night. One night away. Um, at a really cool place. My mom was going to come up and watch just the two kids at the time. And then literally my birthday got, um, that was the lockdown day. Or the, I think it was the night before. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, broke out. And um, now we have three kids. And I just don't know if anybody would ever watch three kids. So we're just like, how could we ever reschedule that? Well, no, it's great. <laughs> I mean, I, I remember this, the hotel that, not even not the hotel, it's not even a resort. It's a, um, it's a bed and breakfast. And I, and I remember emailing them and saying, hey, can we, can we hold off, you know, for a couple of months? Like thinking this thing will pass. No big deal. I mean, it's like a bunch of bee stings and let's move on. But obviously, as we found out, this was much bigger and greater than, than anybody ever thought. And it was just like, hey, can I extend this? Can I extend this? And still to this day, we still have that. They, they extend it. It's great. I mean, honestly, people have been super generous. They want the business. They want us to come. They want us to, to, to be there and, and, and to have people staying at their place. So we'll get to do that. We'll get to celebrate your 40th birthday before we celebrate your 39th, <laughs> if you will. We'll probably get to celebrate my 41st at this point before we get to celebrate. Wow. Well, um, okay, so let's switch gears and talk about what's your reflection on COVID as a, as a guy, as a husband, as a dad? I mean, the, I've got a lot of different opinions on COVID. I think it's changed significantly over the last probably couple months, I mean, I was I was that dude that uh, no mask, I'm not going to respect this. I'm not going to do that. Like it's not it's not going to affect me. So I'll, honest of you right now. I'll do my thing, and and it wasn't like I was out like walking around. It was just more like I'll avoid everybody so I don't have to do and follow yeah. those those guidelines. You know, I don't. It's not. I'm not surrounding myself by anybody. I'm not near anybody. I don't need to wear a mask. And then I realized kind of like how uncomfortable it makes me when people aren't doing that. So it was like, yeah. okay, the further we went along, it was like, let's just play by the rules. Let's get this done with. Let's get it over and let's move on because all I want to do is get back to normal, much like everybody else does. I mean, at this point in time. And I think normal is defined differently by everybody. So normal for me is, is being able to socially uh, interact with with, with people. I mean, that's my business. Like that's what, that's what I need to be able to do. That's how, you know, that's how I pay. I don't even know if people know what you do. Well, for those you don't know, I, I have an insurance business. Um, and that requires me to, you know, go into social settings and, and, and find out like, you know, and try and get people to, you know, get their insurance. I mean, that's, I don't know how else to say it. it's just straightforward. Like, and it requires a lot of, of time and, and effort into being face to face, if you will. And as face to face shut down, um, yeah, obviously I was terrified because that's kind of like what I do and that's what I feel like I'm good at. So when that wasn't there, I didn't know what to do. And obviously, you know, people, they want to, uh, they, they also want to do the same. So you wear a mask, you go to lunch, you do all that stuff. And I think, you know, have we suffered tremendously? No. I mean, we've been able to make it work through different media channels or, or, or you know, different technologies now to to get people to do things. But it's been a challenge and it's been a change. And I think, I think we're totally looking forward to the day, much like everybody else is, to where we don't have to wear a mask and we can go to lunch and, and you know, not have to bump elbows. How do you feel about the idea though that that's potentially not very soon? Um 
I, you know, it's almost like the mask thing and having to do that thing is it's almost become normal now. I mean, yeah. as much as I fought it, I, I think now I it's like part unfortunately of the course, embrace yeah. it because I know it's a, you know, I don't know. Some of you might argue differently, but it's a part of the solution. Yeah. To what extent of the solution is, we'll never know. But all we can do is do our part. Yeah. You know, put a mask on, try and maintain your social distance, respect what they're saying, and, and hopefully you'll do your part that creates a, an end to this sooner than later. I mean, I know we don't control everything. So, I mean, is there a part of you that's um, going to be frustrated if that doesn't go away soon? I mean, jokingly when I say this, not jokingly, but it's actually helped our business to some extent because oh, there's not a lot of people that embrace technology. Yep. And again, I not even knowing to the crowd that I'm talking to at this time, <laughs> age-wise, e-sign, e-documents, you know, a lot of PDFs. DocuSign. Like, DocuSign. Oh, my God. I mean, it's something that we use a little <laughs> bit, but now we use it all the time. And there's a lot of people that we have based on our clientele that, that don't know what that is or yeah. didn't know what that was. And now they have to. They don't have a choice. So that actually really helps us because it speeds things up and makes it a little bit easier for us because, you know, there's certain people that, that have a difficult time trying to, you know, embrace that stuff. And when you can do face-to-face, they go, whatever, I'll just come in and, and sign and I'll see you and, and 30 minutes later. And it's like, you know, well, it wasn't that productive. But now with e-sign and, and people embracing that, I mean, it's, it's helped yeah. us, you know, be more efficient. So... Okay, so maybe even some pluses in the business world for you. I think to some extent. What do you think about um, for like just specifically our children? That's tough. I don't think we'll have. I don't think we'll know the effect of what this had on our kids for years to come. I mean, does that scare you? It terrifies me. I mean, I remember when you said it. What was it? A month ago? Three weeks ago? When Reese was saying something about not having any friends, you know, Ugh, because you got to have a horrible day because you, because you're, you know, you had friends over because they, you know, they either wore masks or they had their shot, whatever it is. They, they were, were all vaccinated. Yeah. So, they yeah. were in a position to where we could do that. But yet Reese didn't understand the fact that, that she couldn't have that. So that was super depressing to, to, to feel like she had no friends because socially it's not like she didn't have friends, but socially she wasn't connected in a way that we were able to. And she was, she was deprived of that. Yeah. And that, you know, you're like, okay, that's difficult. And granted, we have a five-year-old. I can't imagine anybody that has teenagers. Totally. Kids that are in high school, kids that are in Pre-teen, college. Trying I to mean, navigate their way through a social uh, community or in college. I mean, that's why you send your kids to college. One, to get a degree. But also, some people, I guarantee, send their kids strictly for the fact of just social yeah. purposes. And to not have that is 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 super challenging and difficult. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so so great. So you're just as concerned as I am. <laughs> yeah, freaking wonderful. I, I mean, I I think you look at that stuff a lot closer than I do, and I'm very grateful that you do that. But you know, I think now in talking to you, I, no, I'm not concerned, but I'm I'm concerned, I guess, at the length of which this is going on. And yeah. again. We have a five-year-old. I think we're very yes appreciative that, that we don't have three teenagers, three middle school kids. I almost yeah, that like preteen time when you're like really trying to navigate who you are and who your friends are and ugh, that would just – my heart on, let's, aches. Let's be my honest. Let's be honest. A lot of those people and their kids are relying on, on, on social media to, to create that. Right, which can be even more dangerous than – I mean, what was that show just, that we watched that – Oh, yeah, the social dilemma. Right. I mean, come on. I, I that Without getting into that, it's one of those things where that that whatever that applies. Yeah, yeah. To some extent. Yeah. Um, okay, so what about how do you think COVID's been for our marriage? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's funny you say that. So, so I, I actually don't know what he's about to oh, say. Oh, I know exactly what I'm going to say. I can answer that so fast. So our <laughs> our marriage, I mean, is it no, – our marriage is great. It's perfect. We never fight. We never. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. But the, it is great. To, but I think one of the things that we really enjoy 
is this the the ability to go out and socially interact yeah go to dinner or it's not even about like hey we have to go to dinner and stare at each other's eyes and you know drink a bottle of red wine and, and call yeah. it a night it was it's more about what the night brings from that so like pull up the pull up at a bar not even a bar. We'd but love even, to go sit at a actually at a nice restaurant that bar. has a bar. That yeah, has a bar. Yeah. A nice restaurant's bar, so you can still get like a really good meal up at the bar. Chad and I have always done that when we go to experience a nice talking to the hostess, not the hostess, but the bartender, the bartender, whoever serving. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and so and sometimes you get to know the people around you, and it creates experiences or stories or. I mean, sometimes it leads to business. You know, it's just, it's <laughs> oh, un- now I know why right? you want to do that. Yeah, there you go. There's a plug. <laughs> but the point being is that I, you and I really, really thrive on that, being able to go out, just you and I, and the unknown of what the night's going to bring, and to be able to kind of see, like, you and I could both go out, enjoy our dinner, never talk to anybody, and go home and be like, that was an awesome night. We could also go out and be like, hey, we met these cu- this couple, or we met this gentleman or this lady whatever it is and and that she had a really great story he had a really great story and and we talk about it but but i think in the end it's more just about interaction yeah and that's that's the thing i do really appreciate that about you because i love learning other people's stories and you also love learning other people's stories like i just think that that's such a um it's such a gift to be able to you know just understand where other people come from, what they've experienced, where they're at, why they got or how they got here. And I love that you value that so much too. Well, I mean, let's be honest. Like you learn, you can learn a lot from somebody else. Like, right. It's silly to say that we know everything. It's silly to say we've got it we all, don't. Figured, we've got it all yeah. figured out. Like, you know, I mean, you might sit next to somebody that has and says like, you know, I've struggled through X, Y, and Z. And you're like, wow, that was a really depressing story. But in the end... <laughs> But in, the, but in the end, yeah, you learn from it. You're like, yeah. okay, like that person the had a silver lining. The, yep, had a silver lining, and yep. they're like, look, I struggled, but here's what I've made of myself, and it's like that's really cool to hear. And and you kind of, you know, it, it, you never know. I mean, it kind of look, makes you look at your own life and go, like, man, I really value what I have, or I can I can attest, or I've felt that same thing. I mean, you and I have both gone through different levels of adversity through our lives. So absolutely to be able to hear somebody else say that and to relate to them in a setting where we it's a really never, special thing. I mean, you and I left at five o'clock on a Friday and we didn't know who we were going to meet. And all of a sudden, by the time we get home at eight 30, it's like, do you remember when, when, uh, Lois was telling us about her <laughs> grandson and, and it was like, Oh, Lois, she's so cute. And she was so nice. And she shared, and it was like, it, it, it's just really cool to be able to do that. So I think we miss that the most. It's so funny. You're so sweet and innocent. I'm sure some people thought when you were first starting to explain this about how we would like go out to a bar and talk to another couple and then like. Well, it's not a bar, not swingers. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean we're talking about a restaurant and He's here. really just talking about like the sweet little old grandma who we like to talk to at a bar. Or the rich old man that will give me insurance. So yeah, I mean, there like, you go. Yeah. Come on. I, I mean. The point being is that we we just enjoy talking with other people. Okay, so that so but that's how you feel like COVID's affected our marriage. Not affected, but I mean it's had an effect that that, that we don't get to do something that we really enjoy. I mean, as far as affecting our marriage, I I don't know that that I can't say where I can't pinpoint something where it's been like that's affected our marriage. Yeah, you know, really. I mean, I, I I mean I'll openly say like I I love our marriage. I love our relationship. Yes, has it been challenging because we can't do some of the things that we've wanted to do? For sure. I think it's been challenging when all of a sudden you're like, God, let's just get out of the house. Let's go do, let's go to the, uh, I I mean, remember, Reese, can we go ice skating? It's like, no, we can't. You know, can we go do this? No, we can't. Can we play miniature golf? No, we can't. It's like, you just want that break to where you can go do something for an hour or two hours just to separate the reality from the reality. <laughs> the reality. You know, it's just like, can we get away and do something? I mean, yeah. I, 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 it was great. I mean, I'm super grateful that we were able to do it, but, you know, kind of going off, but we bought a boat this summer. Yeah. And yeah. to be able to go out and just get away for hours upon hours was yeah challenging. But it was also weird great. because didn't it so feel like COVID didn't exist on a boat? Yeah, because you're out. In the water. You can't be near anybody that's not on the boat with you. And 
and that's yeah. intentional. Like you, yeah. I mean, you couldn't like we couldn't bring anybody, but it was yet we were open and there was no restrictions. There were no walls. Yeah, there was no one telling us just a where lot we could of or fresh air and, and water. So and, nice. And we even had okay, so we had Luke in May, May first, and I think you bought, <laughs> did you buy the boat in July or August? That's actually a really funny story. So. Again, I'll share the story because I actually want to brag because <laughs> some of you wives are going to laugh when I say this, and your and your husbands are probably I don't know done what you're going to say. Well, no, no, I mean, come on. Uh, some of these guys are going to listen to me like, "Oh my god, I I totally would do the same thing." So I remember, I remember when we got married, okay, and not even married, but we were engaged, and you know, I had a boat <laughs> and a truck oh, yeah, to pull it with pre pre marriage and. <laughs> As we got closer to marriage and we thought about what the realities were of like marriage and like we're getting married, we should own a home and be more responsible. So you were like, you know, once something has to give here. And I was like, you're right. And I remember selling my truck and I remember selling my boat and, and it's like, <laughs> okay, well, one day this will circle back around. And sure enough, it kind of presented itself this summer. And I don't know if it was out of panic or anxiety the fact that like hey this might be our new reality you mean covid well, like COVID. we're just being we're so restricted yeah what are yeah. we gonna do like a lot of people go camping a lot of i mean here, look, yeah I mean, we're not campers yeah absolutely not it's a great it's a great <laughs> thing and we're just not this is just i mean just something we're not good at we really respect the people that camp 100%. we just can't do it <laughs> yeah those people that do that i mean i commend you it's really awesome that you do that i don't think we're just we're not cut out to do that maybe we will later when like we don't have so many like diapers and well i mean you just don't have the gear so yeah i think we made a decision i i think i forced a decision uh preemptively where it was like let's get a boat and it's like sounds like a great idea like <laughs> it just sounds like change so i remember uh con you know we, we'd been looking for a while and our neighbor helped us out with this and he was like i remember texting me like here's your boat like you gotta get this thing and uh and i was like sweet this looks great fits everything that we want everything that we need for the future and I'm like, I'm looking at this posting on, on Craigslist and I'm like, that's actually not really close to us. And I remember us going to dinner and talking about it and everything like that. I'm like, I'm going to make an offer on this. You're like, go for it. And I was like, really? And you're like, yeah, go for it. So I remember texting this guy back and forth and this was on a Friday at like, I don't know, we, got, we left it like. Oh, that's right. Okay. So your parents came and watched the kids. It was like I remember four o'clock. This, this was like, was like this was like a. It was kind of a a, a last, tiny let up in COVID. This is last summer. Yes, when things were looking really good, and I mean, Dining we, we knew, up. but like we knew it was going to go back into you know, uh, COVID turmoil, but it was good for a hot second. Yeah, so we, you and I decided to go out and just do a date, and we did outdoor. It was patio seating. Yeah, remember, we went to the uh, wine bar. You went to the wine bar. Yeah, Sahar, you're awesome. Um, so we went to the wine bar and we had, I don't know, a couple of drinks. We had, you know, the, our favorite pizza and whatever appetizers. And I'm texting this guy and being like, Hey, uh, here's what I'd like to offer. And he was like, Oh, you're first in line. Um, you know, will you come and get it this weekend? I'm like, for sure. Blah, blah. blah. And we end and, and it's like, I'll come get this tomorrow. And here we are on Friday and it's four or four thirty, five o'clock. Like, yeah, it's like four thirty or five o'clock in the sit, afternoon, uh, evening. And I was like, "Done deal." And he agreed upon the price. And I said, "I'll come get it tomorrow." And he's like, "Where are you coming from?" And I said, "I'm coming from the Bay Area, right near San Francisco." And he said, I remember, "I'll never forget the text." He's like, "You understand? I'm in Portland." <laughs> and for those of you guys that don't know logistically where that's at, that's like I don't know what's it, eleven hours one way. Oh, yeah, don't remind Ten me. That was the most grueling. So, but, but here's the thing here, here I am the ego of a man. Yeah. And it's six o'clock and I'm like, we just had a couple drinks and it's like, all right, honey, great night. We got to spend some time out. Let's go home. I'm going to bed. I'll put Reese in bed with you because I'll yep. wake up in her bed so I can get up and go. And I remember setting my alarm. I'm like, I need to leave by 2 a.m. so that I can meet this guy at noon in Portland. Wild. So I can pick up the boat and go home. And I remember leaving. I got so excited, I left at one o'clock. Yeah. So I got like three or four hours of sleep. I go pick this thing up. Come so back. So there I am, home alone with our three children, who are at this point four, 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 one, and like two and a half months. Yeah. And you know, 
I'm such a like I've watched way too many 2020s and Datelines and stuff. So I'm just like, well, there went my perfect family. He's probably not going to make it back. I mean, you know, you worry the entire time he's gone. Like he's driving to Portland, picking up a boat, trailering a boat home. Yeah, which which most people would say, like, did you spend the night? It's like, no. No, I mean, he did it all in one day. E- egotistically, one day. So, you know, we go up, I get this boat, I come back, super proud. So I left at 2 in the morning, I get back at 11.30 p.m., you know, after powering through Red Bull's Sunflower Seeds. and oh, you know, like, So he uh, left when it was dark and came home when it was dark, and I don't, I'm just, I'm so glad he made it. Point being, it was a great experience for me to go do that, and it was a great experience for us to be able to provide to our family, so... You know, that was kind of what COVID presented to us. That was our adjustment to COVID. And I think in the end, we'll benefit. I don't know that we would have made that decision without COVID. Yeah, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't think we would have, because I think it would have been a little too impractical. I think we would have stuck with the whole like, oh, let's just, you know, we have to do all of these other things. And I don't know, other oh, for sure. projects. Or- let's, let's, you know, let's do another renovation of some kind. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you get to the point where like, Okay, that's great, but that still keeps us at home. Let's go do something else. And we'd always known, I mean, at least I had, mm-hmm. that I wanted to get another boat. I mean, we enjoy the water. We enjoy being out in the sun, that type of thing. And and maybe it was a little preemptive. But protecting your skin properly. Yeah, yeah, sunscreen for sure, plug, plug. Or big, big plugs. Um, but I think it was a little bit preemptive. But the point being is that, I don't know, it was time. It was just, We were in a position to be able to do that. And, and I think, you know, looking back, it was awesome. And I'm super excited what it's going to bring. So... I commend COVID and thank you, COVID, for that experience. That's your that's your silver lining of that's COVID. That's my for silver you. lining. It all circles yeah. back. Hey, to we all have lining. to find a silver lining, right? To Just like Lois at the uh, Lois. At the, uh, Lois. Lois. Oh God, Lois. Yeah, silver lining, Lois. <laughs> okay, so um, before we wrap up, tell me, what do you think? Um, since you're not forty yet, what do you think of having a forty-year-old wife? Love it. I mean. Here's a catch. You know, oh. you, know, you and I have talked. You and I have talked about this so significantly now. I think over the last couple of days of what that looks like going forward. And it's like we have young kids, and I think right now it's super challenging because again, we can't do all the things that you and I totally dig doing. But to see them grow and to be able to do that stuff as we get older, I think is going to be super exciting. I mean, to be able to take them to dinners and sit at a bar or sit at a a restaurant bar to be able to experience the things that we thoroughly enjoy. So it, you think all the kids are just going to go sit at a restaurant bar with well, you? Well, not. You may until, have something else coming. I mean, we've got some, <laughs> we've got some years. But to maybe, to... but maybe like in this setting, because there's a there's a bar that sits like right at the pool, yes. and so I'm sure Chad would love to go sit at the bar and just have like. A beer while he watches the kids in the pool, but right now our kids have to be—we have to be in the pool with our kids. I was talking, obviously, I was talking twenty years from now. When oh, they're, when they're oh god, I that's mean, so far away. I know that. That's funny. I think about that. But, just, I mean, yeah. I'm embracing the fact that the kids are thoroughly enjoying these trips and and, and very grateful that we're able to do that. I mean, we've yeah. again we've worked super hard to be able to do this. It's not like it's something that we just snap our fingers and we get to go do this. But I think in the end as these kids get older, like they're going to be able to see how we like to do things. And, and hopefully they embrace that as well. Ironic. You say that, um, we've worked super hard to do this because of course I'm still struggling through the whole, like my business is completely falling apart. But I think what you mean is that I wholeheartedly support your business. Well, I'm still very nervous about how mine's going to shake out. Although I think, and, and, don't no spoiler alerts here yet, but like I think we've spent Chad and I have spent some good time, especially on this trip, to really figure out like what my next steps are, what my next moves are, well, and I'm feeling like, really good about that. Oh, I feel I feel great about it. I feel great about what you want to do and and how it complements you and and our life as a family. But I think it's as it's that whole it's that whole thing when one door closes, one door opens, and yeah. obviously a, a door was closing or has closed maybe. And it's super tough and you have to deal with the emotions and reality of that. But at the same time, if you're not looking forward, like that can really, that can really weigh on you. So you've been super great about trying to look forward and be like, okay, what's the silver lining keyword silver lining in this conversation about what comes next? Yeah. But it is still 
but it is still weighing on me. Like oh, it's 100%. not done yet, it's, unfortunately, no. because the landlord it's, won't it's, just like close well, the door. It's for never me. that easy. You don't get to snap your fingers and close the business. That's yeah. not how it works. And and we're gonna deal with those things and, and we'll deal with those things probably for, for months, if not years. And but you and I have both embraced and said, like, that's what we'll deal with that. We'll we'll figure that out, we'll find a way and make it work. But yeah. also at the same time, find you something that you are passionate about and want to do. For the future. Yeah. So, you know, it's all about adversity and, and, and changing. Yeah. Right? No? Yeah. Okay, so any closing thoughts? Caitlin and I usually do our favorite things here, but... Um, what do you mean favorite things? Like we do like a favorite show, favorite movie we just saw, something to recommend. Okay, so I, when it comes to, to, to TV shows, movies, um, <laughs> I'm a complete follower. I'm not a leader by any means. I'm not one that's out spreading like what I've seen, so you've got to watch this. I'm always about what somebody else tells me. So not knowing what your podcast has shared in the past, so if, I've re- if I'm repeating something here, um, what was that one show that I care a lot? Oh, yeah. I said that one. I okay, care a lot. Okay, that I was your favorite. No, that's okay. That was Share a great it. One. That was really good. I care a lot was awesome. Um, I'm a guy that I'll sit down with Mary. I'll, I'll I'll eat dinner, have whatever we're having at the time, and then be like, okay, I'm on to whatever whatever you work. Or I can't at that time, we were renovating. I can't believe you're not saying the movie we uh, just watched last yeah, night. I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> so that I care a lot. Um, got my attention. Um, the Tiger documentary. Yeah, we, I, I already said oh, all these. Oh, okay. So that's. I mean, we do this on a weekly basis. Wow, well, that shows you how far behind I am. Um, what was the one that we watched last night? The one with Roger Ailes. The what's bombshell. It bombshell. Which I know we're very late to the party on because that was out last year and it was a big movie. But bombshell. Yeah. No. Well, here's the catch. Like we were riveted. You're just a little. I mean, we like to watch that stuff together, so I feel like I. And the one that kind of per- that keeps us from watching some of that stuff sometimes on the spot. So, um, you know, all of a sudden it was like, here we are in Hawaii. And it's like, we got time. It's like, let's watch this. And you're like, I've been wanting to watch that for a while. And I'm like, <laughs> done. So let's do this. And yes, very riveting. I, you know, again, I'm, I'm harsh when it comes to. Uh, oh, God. Okay, wait. Before we end this, we have, I, we have to talk about one other thing. I watched the Bachelor finale. Oh. Ugh, Chad watched most of it too, but then he just couldn't handle it anymore and he had to go. Well, I watched it out of like being a, you know, it's like when you go out, you need like a partner to have a drink with or you need a partner to do something. Like <laughs> you were very nice. Okay. I just have to, to say two things about this Bachelor finale. So if you haven't watched Bachelor finale and you still want to watch it because you haven't heard the end, just pause here. But because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say really quickly what happened at the end. He he picked, so um, the Bachelor this, this year, uh, why can't he remember his name? Matt James, right? Sure. Matt James. <laughs> Michael James. I can't even remember his name. I was, I'm so thrown off right now. He picked a white girl. He's a black guy. And that's not the end of the story. I'm just saying randomly that, or I think that's an important part because then after the show ended, some pictures um, were released of her from a college party where Years she ago. Was from 2018. Oh. From 2018. Shows you how I thought she was older. No, no, that's she's like 24 years old. She's 24 years old. So um anyway, it's 2021. It's from 2018. She was at a, a plantation party. Bad move. She clearly didn't understand what that meant. And um I'm not excusing at all that she didn't understand what that meant. I'm just merely stating the fact that she clearly didn't understand why that was a no-no. So there was a lack of education there, um, a serious lack of education, which is most likely why we're still in the situation we're in in 2021 with um, racial inequality. But um, he chose her. The season ends. These photos are released. And he dumps her because, as a black man, he's insulted by the fact that she would not only attend a party like that, but um, admit that she had no idea that why that was an issue. Unimpressed by him. I'm very unimpressed by his reaction, and only because 110% he should have been insulted. I also needed him to 
explain a little bit more. So I don't know if you if you ended up watching the after the final rose. He just he just had kind of a jaw on the floor and didn't really say anything. And I really felt like there was a moment there to either listen if he wanted to slam her, slam her, but educate educate he had a platform he had a great platform and and i think he used it a little bit more on the on the morning shows the next day because i saw a couple of them but um he had a great platform when the camera was on him right like when the when his season was airing when the final after the final rose and i was just disappointed that um I was just disappointed. So that's my two cents. We can continue to talk about that particular issue. But I was really like my own jaw was on the floor that there was no actual information shared. Like he basically said, um, you know, if you can't understand where I'm at as a black man in this country, then we can't be together. And while I totally understand where he's coming from, how is this woman ever to learn. And I'm not saying he needed to forgive her. I'm not saying he needed to be back with her. I just wanted him to educate her, to tell him why, tell her why that hurt, express his feelings. I just, I felt like there was really a lack of communication and it bummed me out. Come on. It's maturity. How, I mean, they're, they're, they're like, she was 12, he was 14. I mean, the point <laughs> they're being, both very young. They were very young. And, and that's difficult at that, it's difficult at that level to, to be able it to is. do that. It's, it's really difficult. But you know what, though? It, again, it's like one of those things where, again, it was a platform, it was an opportunity for us all to learn something. So it's tough. It's tough to watch that and to see it end, you know, like that with as many people watching as there are. Yeah. Yep. Great platform that I feel like was a little bit wasted. So I'm hoping that, um, God, I mean, what, what? I'm hoping that there's another great black guy that can come on. I mean, they're not even gonna. It's just a, it's just a bummer. He, he, I'm, I'm just, I'm just bummed. He had a great opportunity. I feel like he had so many eyes on him. And um, what I really learned about Matt James, which is um, true for so many people in this world, is that they, he had a lot of. Um, past issues with his own family that had nothing to do. So now take race off the table. Um, his parents were divorced at a very young age. I think his dad was, um, very, very, um, uh, not, he, he cheated on his mom incessantly. Sure. And Matt, the bachelor (laughs) has still not gotten over this and I understand it. He was a hurt and wounded boy and he's not resolved these issues. And that was, the biggest issue that I saw. So find another way to get love. I mean, come on. Really? What do you mean? A, re- what do you mean? Ooh, a reality show? Yeah. Do you think a reality show is going to fix your issues? Like, I mean, I get it. I'm not, I, he had it, he had it tough. Like he had an uphill battle, but like, you don't go on a, on a, on a show on national TV and all of a sudden, yeah, I mean, I don't expect even, it to, to, to solve I genuinely don't think he realized no, he how didn't. bad he was or in the position he was in with his family or how he viewed Let's his parents' divorce. I never, I, I never watched one full show, never, okay. never from, from beginning to end. And he gets on, he gets on the show, right? And I'm watching these things and he's like, got the two girls down to the end. I've got it down. I'm going to pick one of these. And then he did his mom and his brother, and it was like literally downhill from there. Literally yeah, his mom over- and his brother, if you didn't watch it, his mom and his brother came to visit. And his mom basically said, literally, the sweetest woman, it appeared, said, um, you know, Matt, Matthew, whatever she calls him. Love doesn't um, solve everything. Love doesn't solve everything. Love is not the answer to everything. And literally it cast And then out. he, he like a flip, like a switch flipped in his mind, and he like, he couldn't get it back. And that's tough because that's not – he was trying to change. He was trying to be different and, and she literally was like, don't forget your past. Yeah, yeah. Like I thought love would change everything between me and your dad and it didn't. And that's not fair to him. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Poor guy. Kind of. Anyway. Wow, honey, you did a great job letting hey, hey, hey. me just really um, bombard you with this. Like do I need to come back on a couple weeks? <laughs> Well, we'll see what everybody thinks. Let's do a vote. <laughs> Chad wants a vote. Do you guys I mean, want to back? Come on. I just want to know. I mean, switching it up. It's nice to have a little guest every once in a while. 
Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. We haven't and, had. And Kaylin's great. Don't Kaylin get me wrong. Kaylin's <laughs> way better than I am because I listen. Kaylin's not a guest, honey. She's my no, co-host. No, she's your co-host, <laughs> and you guys have a great. No, but when, but we did. We had a guest back in December, early January, and it was great. And we need we should do guests more. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I I can't replace Caitlin. No, I, I tried. I tried. <laughs> I'm you were a great villain, though, and I'm sure she'll really appreciate it. I mean, hopefully she gets a good chuckle out of this. Oh, Caitlin, God. great. Well, we'll we'll see. We have one more week in Hawaii, and um, if Caitlin and I can get our act together and do a do our podcast, and she can be on next week, obviously with me. And if she can't, then um, you may just have to be up for the challenge again. We'll have to come up with some more topics. All right. Thanks, guys. As they say in Hawaii, aloha. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at heybabe.mk so we can keep the conversations from this podcast going, give you a preview of our imperfect and very real lives. Did we mention we have six kids, six and under between us? And be the first to find out about our fun events and offerings. (laughs) 